Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. It's our fucking podcast. We can do what we want, Jim. Yeah, just say what you want. You know, this is a, all right. Let's uh, we'd be like today. We don't want to make it a soccer podcast. Let's. Let's talk about cricket. Do you know anything about cricket? I don't know anything no. about cricket. Mm-hmm. It'd be a very short episode, which would be okay too, because then we could go to bed. Well, we can just say like, let's go straight to rants. I don't know anything about cricket, and I need to learn more. That's my rant. Actually, so right before we started recording, I was talking about how I was listening to episode three of Rooster and the Devil. Many, many episodes again. I don't even know what episode we're on. Like fifty nine. It's fifty nine. A lot of episodes. But we did a word association, so I said a, a, a name or a word about soccer, and then you got to rant on that topic, and I was like, that was a very good segment. I like that segment. Maybe we should bring it back. So, maybe let's do some word association right now, just for fun. All right, let's do it. Okay. I think there's some relevant topics as well. All right. Uh, FC Copenhagen. FC Copenhagen. Uh uh, Janssen, the goalkeeper, stood on his goddamn head. Like he had an incredible game. Um, he made so like he made a couple of saves. Like uh, there was one, uh, Martial was you know going um, opposite side upper corner, and he reached out his hand, got to it. I mean, even on the PK, which I, I'm not even gonna fight it, it was soft. Um, he went the right way. You know, he almost got Bruno. So uh, Copenhagen. Probably a little hard done by uh, by that result. You know, um, they did everything right, and um, honestly, Man United are lucky to get away with that one. What is it? The top team in Denmark, usually top team in Denmark. They're going to be playing against FC Helsinger. Yeah, shout out to Jordan Gardner. Yes, I'm sure he. Has you know, now now that. everyone's interviewing Jordan Gardner on the internet. We were the first. We were the first. We were the first, we were the first owner ones. of F- one of the owners of FC Helsinger. Yes, it's oh. uh, it's exciting that they uh, have made Back it up. through. So, yep, they're yeah, in that's... first division. That's cool. All right, Penandes. Penandes. <laughs> uh, I mean, what they say? They're, like that's like he's converted like twenty-seven of twenty-nine. Um, not this season, obviously, but like I think professionally. Um, fault them for it, you know. Yeah, it, it, like, and honestly, um, in this case, like, in in a, in a lot of the cases, not even him goes down. I know he takes a lot of shit for you know being some being soft on fouls, and and I get it, but like, uh, United's earning penalties, and, and he's going up and converting them. So uh, that's how he needs to score. That's how he needs to score. It's not like that's the only way he contributes to the game, but. Um, you know, if it means United scoring goals, then fine. Everyone can call him Fernandez. That's fine with me. You know, what's funny is I remember about this time last year, the Premier League season started, and you guys had a penalty problem. You missed a ton, like the first. I feel like you lost games in the first, like, you know, five out of the first seven on penalty misses. I remember Pogba missing one. 
it was it was wild because we were getting like that was the only way we were getting opportunity i mean i can't tell you i mean well we, yeah we set like a what a premier league record for um penalties awarded in a season uh which is it is what it is <laughs> but uh yeah we like it's not like we converted all of them early on so um and i don't think that uh i wouldn't say that pogba or rashford are bad penalty takers but just weren't getting the job done and um, more than just from the penalty spot, Fernandez has changed the mentality of the team. But uh, sure. as far as finishing goes, yeah, he's he's gotten it done at the at the PK spot. You know, if you're hearing yourself being called Fernandez on the internet, you probably got a you're probably cocky at the line. You know, that probably helps your confidence. Like he didn't he didn't even do his like his little trademark little hop. Oh, he didn't. No, he like uh, I mean, he the goalie was probably waiting for it. You're probably probably messing with him. Maybe uh, he, he hesitated like just li- like slightly, but not even not like his hop or anything. Like he went, he went and shot it, and the goalie guessed the right way. He just, I mean, it was well placed and hit with with a lot of nice. yeah, a Harry so, Kane type penalty kick. Ah, yes, yes, I low love and, the way he driven. penalties. Yep, he can smash a ball, Harry Kane. Um, All right, yeah. another another one for you, Champions League. Oh. Uh, happy to be back. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I was. It's only the second time that we've gotten there through a top five finish since Sir Alex Ferguson. We got there one other year where we finished sixth in the league, but we won the Europa League with with uh, Jose. Um, I think that you know third place this time feels better and feels more positive than second place did, and. And I say that solely from the fact that it's, uh, you know, being spoiled. It's not just about winning. It's also about style of play. And so, like, yeah, like, Jose got results and we got to second place. But it was so fucking brutal to watch. It was so negative in the approach. And, and you know, this year with, with the kids, like, so many young guys playing so well and, uh, you know, lots of attacking football. And early on it was it – was, exclusively counterattacking and, and since you know Fernandez has came in and and then after the pandemic when we got Pogba back um you know just really starting to link up some passes and, and it's looked it's looked really lethal at times um it's exciting to watch and I'm, I'm hoping they can carry that forward and I'm glad that we have the Europa League this year to give guys like Greenwood and and even like Rashford and who's still very young um those guys some some more experience as we get ready for a champions league campaign. And, um, I, I look forward to the competition again. It's, it's, it's one of a kind really. You guys have a tough matchup in Europa to be, uh, their champions league squad next year in, uh, La Liga. So that, that yeah. can be, that, that should be a great game. Yeah. I mean, they, they finished fourth, um, in La Liga, like excellent team. What they've won the Europa League more than any team ever. They won it three years in a row. Um, a couple of years ago with uh, Unai Emery. Um, are yeah, there eight teams you, left right now. No, we're down to four now. So the semifinal, it's yeah, it's uh, semifinal is United versus Sevilla, and then um, Shakhtar Donetsk against uh, Inter Milan. Um, uh, shock, and uh, and people might be like, oh, I'd really face Shakhtar, and I guess that's probably true compared to Sevilla. But Shakhtar is no joke. They finished like they won the it's the Ukrainian league, but they won their league by almost thirty points, um, with only two losses all year. Um, Who they beat? They, they just beat 
uh, Basil, FC Basil, Basil from um, from Switzerland. Uh, oh, Basil. Yeah. <laughs> from Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even attempting English accent. It's, it's uh, awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty bad attempt that I just had there. <laughs> I blame tiredness. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if I, I, can, if I listen to British people right after I listen to them, I can do a pretty good impression. But if I haven't heard it in a few hours, it's brutally bad. Oh. I know, I know my wife's not going to listen to this, so I can tell a, a quick story. We were, uh, um, after we booked, like, booked our trip to um, overseas for our honeymoon, um, we, were, we were drinking one night, and uh, we were watching a show, like a travel show. I think it was like No Reservations or something like that. And we got done, and I was like, are you excited to go to England? She goes, she goes uh, crikey, yeah. I was like, is that your... Is that your British accent? I think Crikey's Australian. And I was like, give me your best uh, British accent. And she, she goes, oi. I was like, that's it? That's hard. Just oi. And she goes, fish and chips. It's like, that's that's like, you're not even it's sentences. You're saying words. So like, right, this right. isn't, yeah, but. <laughs> you just like the so, weird kid in the back of the room saying oh yeah i oh i i i put it on video though and so like i i showed our tour guide when we got there and he's like oh my gosh <laughs> it's like you guys aren't helping yourselves with uh you know what people think of americans i'm like yeah that's probably well, true, america's but. reputation has only improved since then right uh, <laughs> yeah we want to go into that uh, pack, what did pack 12 get canceled today college football you're a big college football guy yeah, and Big Ten's going to move, right? It's all going to be spring. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the plan. Uh, there's uh, here's the thing. So you can you can push it back to the spring, and basically you're buying time because you don't want to give up the money. Um, Might be a vaccine. I mean, the spring I, football season. I don't could be play. okay. There there might be a vaccine, and. Like there, I think there will be a vaccine, but I don't think it's going to be that readily available. And if it is, like, like the government has already purchased a hundred million doses um, from Pfizer, and like, I, I promise you that, like, the whole, like, if if you wanted to bury yourself any worse as far as like politically, uh, give them to football players just so they can play football, as opposed to you know making them available to every American. So, I, I mean. We'll see. I I I don't nice. have my hopes up. I think that I think that you're looking at a year of college sports without college sports, in my opinion. But um. you know, I don't really watch college sports other than the NCAA tournament. And then I followed GW here in DC for a few years, but yeah, I don't really give a shit. As long as I, soccer's I back, I mean, I'm glad I like a European sport right now because. It's it's, it seems like we can yeah. control it with masks and social distancing. Like <laughs> it does seem like the cases will mostly go down. So then you could have some sort of sport in the spring, I, even without a vaccine. It like it blows it blows my mind that that people will be like like masks and social distancing don't work. It's all hooey. I'm like, it's yeah. Like, if only if only there was like a case study of a of a large group of people that were social distancing and wearing masks and finding it successful and oh wait yeah they do uh europe's doing that or every other most, yeah or mostly <laughs> everywhere else in the world um yeah i didn't 
I, I digest. Um, yeah. Although uh, I will say that American news makes America look like a reality show. Like most of us are normal. I, We're ninety nine point eight percent normal, but then the point two point zero two percent on the internet that the rest of the world sees, they're like America's a bunch of idiots, and they love watching us. Oh it's the reality gosh. show to them. They don't know the truth though. Most people are normal. I'm sure that you like. I'm sure that you probably partake in more more news, especially living close to DC. Well, maybe I do. Yeah, because I like I am str- like at this point I am just an ostrich with my head in the sand. Like I'm just like I I don't want I don't want to like I won't absorb it through social media at all, just because that's extra toxic. But yeah, I, mostly, I read like, vaccine and thera- therapeutic studies to see what's going on. And yeah, then I look at the numbers. I look at Reddit Maryland posted our daily numbers, and I look at that every day. I, I look at the John Hopkins Coronavirus Resource page every day. They do an excellent job posting a map, and you can break it down by county and cases and, and everything else. And it's um, it's really really well done. So like that's coronavirus. Yeah, so that's, I'm done. Fuck it. Yeah. So stupid. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I want a gun. Be gone, you. Be gone. Uh, to watch Did our you, sports piece. Yeah. Speaking of sports, so yeah, um, Man United is, is playing, and we can talk about some Europe League, and then we'll even talk about Champions League because there are Champions League games. That's what I was. That's playing. what I thought you were going to go with when I said Champions League for word association. Then you talked ah. about United, and it was a good, you know, it's a good way to go with it. What a bad way I was going. Yeah. But Champions no. League, Champions League is full mast right now. And, uh, yeah, there's let's a lot talk, of good stuff going on. Man United, let's, let's talk about City Real real quick. I don't know if you watched that at all. Uh, I didn't, I didn't get to watch the original broadcast. I, um, I watched it the day after, even though I knew the score, just to watch the game. And, yeah, um, Veron just exploding mentally, um, twice in that game, um, really doomed him. I think, I think they were doomed. Nine minutes in when, when City scored. Yeah, I think they're like... The buzzsaw, the City buzzsaw was out. and they're It really was. They're a it favorite. Really I would... Bayern, though, looks like a fucking favorite. I, if I was... Chelsea, if, good. If I, wanted, if I wanted to, you know, put safe money down, I would say Bayern. Um, they, they look... They look absolutely fantastic. There's um, no safe money right now. Oh, I think teams. I I think that's the safest money. I think that's the safest bet. Yeah. If you were, I, I bet you if we if, if we were more yeah. gamble savvy, we could look at okay. odds, and I, I think Bayern's got to be pretty close to the top. Um, but they do face they do face Barcelona, who also just just from um what just from the that? aspect that they're the only other team in in the final eight here that's actually won it. Bayern and Barcelona are the only two teams that have actually ever won it. Uh, City hasn't. PSG hasn't. Lyon hasn't. Um, Atalanta hasn't. Um, PSG yeah, has a shot, I'd say. Don't you think? Oh, uh, Mbappe's hurt. If he was, if he was healthy. Yeah. So like this, this, this game against uh, Atalanta, they're gonna go in with uh, probably Mbappe out. Um, this is tomorrow. Um, probably Mbappe out. Verratti got hurt. Um, uh, Angel Di Maria um, is out for that game. Um, so it's basically like Neymar and Icardi like up top. I mean, they do have other talented players, but they're like that. Let's missing just Verratti and Mbappe um, and, and Di Maria is like huge. Um, and Atalanta scored more goals 
um, than any other team in the top five club, like top five leagues the last three years. Like, um, you know, they, they score in bunches. So they won their tie their you know, their home and away, um, last round over Valencia, what they say eight to four or something like that. Like scored eight goals in, in two legs. It's, um, they can score in bunches. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, PSG gets upset, but, the fun part is, is like we're not looking at home and away, right? It's uh one, uh you know one game takes all, which is fun. It is fun, but I still kind of miss it. I feel like it's Americanized when it's like that. Part of me is uh. It's, it's the MLS is back tournament. Yeah. You know, I started. I watched MLS back for a little bit there, but then I I, I lost interest. Did you know that? Too late. Did you know the final was tonight? Uh yeah, I know it's right now. It's Portland Orlando. I do know that. And and listen, to be honest, with us interviewing a couple of MLS guys, I am a little more interested in it. Like Joey uh, Desart is getting time on Orlando. He might have played tonight and we interviewed him. Although no no, he's on the bench probably. <laughs> Let's check. But still, yeah. Oh, it's one one right now. Oh, uh, nice. But yeah, so but yeah, Champions League, that would be my like I, I would like uh, if we're doing like a little podcast. A bet here uh, i would put my money on byron you you still think man city would be your team yeah yeah and i think the uh i looked it up in the internet here and they agree with me it's city has the best odds then byron then psg then barca is then atletico then atalanta th- then rb leipzig which i kind of like like part of me no, wants to root for rb leipzig no timo Werner hurts um, what's that no Timo Werner for RB Leipzig. He's already That's at Chelsea. True. You know, it's yeah. a big loss. Um, Lyon is forty to one odds. If anyone wants to, well, that's and that's what I'm saying. Like that, like odds wise, like do you think that's affect? It's affecting Bayern. That Bayern is playing Barcelona. You know, this like first, yeah. Um, whereas City's taking on Lyon. You know, like do you think that helps City's odds? I don't know. Oh just, hell yeah! Like you got to beat. Although it dep- it all depends. Whoever wins the Barca, it's Barca Bayern next round. Boy, Barca versus Bayern. <laughs> oh wow, that's an amazing <laughs> yeah. matchup. Yep. Holy shit! That's why I didn't I even like, realize so that. Whoever wins that tie means that that's the only team left in the tournament that's ever won a Champions League before. Mm. And Just then, an interesting who thought. Who do they play? Do you know? Do we know who they play? Is there a bracket? Who? At this point? Um, Barca I Bayern. Can't I can't remember. If there's they're not no, playing yeah, City next, are they? There, there is no. I think. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think City plays the winner of um, RB Leipzig at uh, Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, so I think I don't know when I'll get this episode out because I'm definitely busier at work these days. So I think there's a game tomorrow, the twelfth. Well, one game for the next four days. One game a day for the next four days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Atalanta, PSG tomorrow. And yep. Thursday, we got Leipzig, Atletico. Oh, these are just sexy matchups. Oh, my goodness. Friday, mm-hmm. 3 p.m. Put it on your fucking calendar. Barca, Bayern Munich, Friday, 3 p.m. August 14. The worst part is I can tell you right now I'm not going to watch it. Really? I'll probably watch it. My Fridays are my slowest day, which is nice. So at 3 p.m. on a Friday? Yeah. And then uh, City, Lyon. You know, 
I'm talking about liking City, but I would love a Lyon <laughs> fucking upset on, on uh, Why Saturday not? at 3 p.m. I mean, Leon just took out Juventus, and you know, Juventus was like a bunch of slugs. So, um, uh, happy trails, uh, Maurizio. <laughs> For like uh, what, like five minutes after losing that tie, they, he got fired. Yeah, and yeah. Hello to the most beautiful manager in world football, Andrea you know, Pirlo. Nico from uh, Can I Kick It Pod and our friend Man City guy. He almost talked me into Serie A for a little bit at the beginning of the season. Like I, I watched a good amount of the games and then just fell out of love because Juventus just dominates and Inter dominates. And it, it was just, you know second. It was season. the it was the closest um, Italian race though of the last nine. You know, Juventus has won the last one. It's the closest it's ever been. They'll eventually um, lose. Yeah, I mean they, they have before. Like I think that there's some. I think there's some interesting teams, right? Like uh, even like you know, Inter obviously, um, Atalanta, which is a team we're talking about. They finished in third again. Um, if you know, seeing how many AC pieces Milan, they can keep together, Europa. AC Milan's on the rise. But uh, Lazio is a team that I really like. They got some fun pieces as well. So I mean, I'm not I'm not advocating I'm going to watch it just because I don't like the style of play. Um, it's, it tends to be slower, more controlled than the English Premier League is like like. You know, soccer on cocaine. It's just like, yeah, let's go, let's go. Like, and even when you think it's slow, it's so much faster than than watching like Syria or the French league. I guess La Liga might be a little more comparable, um, but maybe it's not you know that brute physicality that you get in the Premier League. Um, yeah. Anyway. And I saw I, I happened upon a Napoli game, and I realized that Chucky Lozano from Mexico plays there. And he, he looks yep. pretty good. I guess he I guess he's not getting a whole lot of time though. I talked to my friend down the street, who's a yep. Mexican national team fan, and he's like he's just not getting much uh, much run because there's a coaching change. Yeah, and they, the coach well, they, that recruited him is different than the coach that, that is there. Well, they bought him last summer um, from PSV, um, mm. and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a different coach. They got fired. Oh, it was uh, uh, Carlo Ancelotti, um, who's now ah. coaching. Uh, who's now coaching Everton. Um, yeah, he started the season as Napoli's coach, and now they have uh, Gattuso, uh, which I remember watching him play for, for Italy. Um, they lost. Played I, for I forget who Napoli lost to. I, don't, I guess it's Europa. No, they lost to – they lost in the um, – Yeah, Champions. Yeah, they lost in the Champions League to Barcelona. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think they're down 4-2 aggregate, and Napoli was kind of knocking on the door for the last 30 minutes. So it was kind of an interesting ending. And Chucky Lozano had a few shots on goal, and I was like, oh, yes, Chucky Lozano. Yeah. Remember Matt Miazga was, you know, calling him short as shit? Which, where the <laughs> fuck is Matt Miazga? Uh, he went on a loan somewhere. I think he's still a Chelsea player, right? Like, I don't know. All right, so quick uh, transfer business. Have you heard anything on the Manchester United front? No, just a uh, just a bunch of pulling taffy over at Man United transfer headquarters. Like we're linked to everybody. Um, we want somebody that we can't have because we're refusing, you know, to actually play. Like this is yes, so they're asking a lot of money for Sancho, and they should. He's 
a fantastic player. Like he scores a bunch of goals, has a bunch of assists. And this is the whole, like, I get it. It's like a more compact window, but like reminds me of last summer when they fucking dicked around and dicked around with uh, Bruno Fernandez transfer and then didn't get it done and then struggled the first half of the season. Um, you know, and then they finally get it done in the winter time and he comes over and look at what a difference it makes. So like, yeah, that's what you gotta love about city. Like they just get their business done quick and in a hurry. It's like, what are you waiting for? You have the money. Just do it. So fucking ruthless when it comes to like, they're like, Oh, I like him. Okay. He's signed like next week. Like done. you don't, you don't, you barely hear them like linked to anybody until it's time for them to like sign them. It was just a week in the window that have two legit signings they have they have as much money to play with as as united does like um maybe not fair play but like they they have the money to do it and so but like united gets linked with by fair play everybody what's that you only use money that you're that is made through the sport what do you mean by fair play there yeah the financial fair play rules that city like apparently breached but didn't get in trouble for um give me a uh me a novice view of what that what financial fair play rules are so basically you can't operate in the red um or like to a certain extent like in the red so you can't like um i can't just like be you know man city who you know owned by um uh, or psg owned by like guitar and just you know go ahead and i'm gonna like yes my country or like my ownership group has all of the money in the world, we could literally go buy Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, and we could pay all those people and afford to do that. But, ah. finan- but but financially, my club doesn't actually make enough money to do that. That's just me doing that. Um, it, you have to be able to balance your books as a club. So it's like income, you know, based on like revenue through uh, shirt sponsors and, and ticket yeah. sales and jersey sponsorships and, and all that stuff. And if your books aren't, you know, balanced in that sense. Interesting. Um, so it's like their version of a salary cap, the European soccer it's, version of it. It's supposed it's supposed to prevent clubs from buying everything, which is like what you know Chelsea and uh, Man City got accused for in the early two thousands, and also like for like lesser clubs. Um, you think about clubs that like either like hover around like championship, you know, with aspirations to make it to the Premier League. It keeps them from operating at a point where they could go into administration. Like you saw Wigan in the championship this year. Not only did they get relegated, but they also went into administration, which means basically like bankruptcy um, because they were operating outside of their budget trying to chase something that yeah. they couldn't do. So um, at a lesser extent, it's supposed to be able to protect clubs that way too. And um, hmm. doesn't always work. Chris, I've never really uh, looked into financial fair play. I appreciate your explanation, buddy. I'm sure, I'm sure that somebody could do it much better, but it's the gist of it. Work for me. Um, any yeah. uh, any rants? I think we're gonna do a shorty. Just yeah, that's fine. Us here. That's fine. Um, rants. Yeah. Hey. Um. A little. Uh, like I made a post about it. I'm. I'm not just a little. I'm super fucking annoyed. Um with the champions league for the aspect of, of broadcast rights. And, um, I am, I'm not going to sit here and cry that, you know, bleacher report, you know, Turner sports sold the rest of the season to CBS. Um, I knew it was going to CBS next year or whatever. Anyway. Um, 
what I'm pissed about is that CBS decided that, you know, like, hey, listen, we have a major network with no major sports going on. Like, CBS doesn't have, like, right now there's, you know, there's not football on, um, you know, American football. There's not college football on. Um, but still at the same time, we have this major international tournament. But we're not going to put it on our, on our major network. What we're going to go ahead and do is so we're going to put it all on our fucking streaming network. And every now and then we're going to put it on CBS Sports uh, Network which I'm sure nobody outside of the Southeast of the United States has. And those fuckers only have it for college football. Um, It's lucky that uh, it's the first month free so I can watch this tournament. But I'm, I'm super annoyed at the idea that like, at least with the bleacher report when I could buy games as I wanted to, right? Like I it's three bucks and, and yes, I can get the $6 monthly version, but as somebody as you know, sitting here in a pandemic uh, as a as a very very older end of the spectrum millennial, I like I don't have cable. I'm getting fatigue on streaming services and subscriptions that way. It just it just seemed like a really shitty way to go. Um, I if I, I'm sitting here knowing that I'm gonna fucking swallow that $6 a month this fall um, because United is in the Champions League. If they weren't in it, I don't think I would be paying for it. Um, but it's the same reason I, I don't have ESPN Plus because, again, fuck you, ESPN. You have a network with, like, you know, five different stations on it, and you still got to fucking drag us in, you know, put games on ESPN Plus. It's just... Is that because they're all moving towards streaming, though? You know, is it a business decision? They're like... We want to build our streaming service. We need to play Champions League on there. Maybe. Yeah, it, I mean, maybe. I think it's just you know driving. Yeah, it's yeah. driving revenue because all of the viewers are losing by the people who cut cable. Um, they're regaining those numbers via streaming, and they're driving yeah. those to the streaming, which in turn they can sell you know advertising on and and blah blah blah. And then they, yeah make up that revenue stream but streaming is just turning into like internet tv fucking commercials and it really yeah. is yeah hey, you got, streaming you used to be, to be great now it's yeah. just fucking tv on the internet you gotta be more and more picky and choosy which is like why i wouldn't have cbs all access um if it wasn't for the fact i have to have it to be able to watch the champions league and like that sucks um so I'm annoyed. I'm pissed. I'm surprised that I didn't hear fucking Jim Nansen, T- Tony Romo calling a game. I didn't know uh, CBS was going to do that. Apparently, Kate Abdo doesn't actually work for any network. She's worked like she was on Fox Sports when the Champions League was there. Then she was on Bleacher Report when Champions League was there. Now and she's doing the CBS stuff. So um, it'd at be least funny like if they had an alternate stream where you could listen to Tony Romo call the game. <laughs> they're, already paying it. they're already paying that fucker $17 million a year. He's making more a year than he ever did as a quarterback um, yeah, calling football cool. games. Like, I mean, what, what else are you going to have him do this fall? So throw him on a couple games. I, it'd, it'd be funny to hear him, uh, like, you know, ramble well, around. Listen, right here, they're going to they're gonna run a nickel. They, they got him set up left to the left yeah, to yeah. The right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> what is going plays. on? Offsides, what does that mean? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm annoyed. Um, That's my rant. I hear you. You gave me a lot of thoughts during that uh, that rant. It was good. 
streaming and why they didn't why would they not play the tournament on on tv though it's the number one tournament in the world and right? there's no and there's no other like live sport like that you're filling yeah. with right like that's the part that and it's the middle like it's not even like we're taking prime time time like it's like the latest game is three yeah the latest game goes from three to five viewers from three to five like like i don't know what so proper it is but like general hospital or whatever can like can wait like one day like you're gonna make way more viewers on that one day and you already have cable and like nothing else is gonna drive people like back or maybe they're worried that people are just gonna get like you know hd antennas or something i don't know but it just it just Mm. it drives me it drives me like it was just really really shitty and i'm annoyed mostly because i know that i'm gonna have to fucking buck up and pay for it if i want to watch this fall and that sucks well we could always do a little uh rooster and the devil share the (laughs) business expense after all these logins at some point like with all these streaming services somebody's gonna find a way to like bundle crack and then reinvent cable television well, Disney already did that, right? So Disney owns Hulu and ESPN. So like they already have a bundle. You can pay twelve ninety nine a month to get Hulu, Disney, and ESPN Plus all together. So oh, like, nice. it's just a matter of like of that. But I should I, look into that really because I play. I pay for. Uh, <laughs> well, I've got no cable, but now I've got ESPN Plus. Definitely Peacock. Gotta have it. Peacock's at least free, right? Yeah. Like. You gotta watch commercials, but it's free. Like that's that one, I don't mind for that yeah. reason. Netflix, Prime, Disney Plus. I already have Disney Plus too. I bet I, I bet I could bundle it cheaper. Disney I Plus, the, Hulu, and the, I will say that the the, the one thing that like if you start adding them up, and you're like, like shit, I'm paying sixty bucks a month for streaming services. At least the one difference is, is like, I don't have to, like, I, I hate, like, I never liked DVR. It, I found it annoying and, and useless to me and just a waste of time. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah, I never did it. Had and, it. And, and I never know, said it. And outside of sports, like, I'm I, I'm not about watching, like, appointment television, um, except for, like, Game of Thrones is probably the last one that was, like, at 9 o'clock on Sunday. I will be watching Game of Thrones. Right. Um, I want to watch my own time. Yeah, and now I can watch my own time. I can like wait until like the season's done. I'll fucking just watch the whole season together. I like that I have a library of of shows and movies. Like, like I'm way more comfortable with that money being spent that way than than maybe the other way. But again, I'm not. I'm also not paying sixty dollars a month in streaming services. Um, that was what I say. My point is that somebody some some someday somebody's gonna figure out how to prevent like the sharing of accounts and and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So I'm surprised it's not invented already. But. They they said that they have ways to like monitor, but um, I, I like is it worth I do it, it all like, the time? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, fuck them. Sorry, that was a long ass. That was a long ass rant. Do you you know? Okay, I, th- that gave me a. I, I like the anger aspect of it. I was gonna do like a nice happy rant, but what I want to say is just I know he's a very popular sports journalist in the U.S. And he's been great for the game of soccer. But Grant Wall, during the pandemic, is so fucking annoying. He's so fucking annoying. I can't take him. So fuck Grant Wall. That's all I really want to say. That's fair. I think he, he definitely is a uh, um, divider of opinions, right? Like, either people like like him or they hate him. Um, I, I don't I, hate I, him completely. I will say that. I don't he's mind fine. him. I don't mind him as long as he's talking soccer like right. and i don't always agree with this takes but like 
I don't mind him talking soccer. It's not like I'm listening yeah. to fucking Taylor Twelman or something like that. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, he does. Like, I don't want to. Like, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not following you for your your preachiness. Like, I get it. Like, I understand all of the other stuff. And if I want to go find stuff, I will. But like, I'm I'm here for the soccer content. And if you're not giving me that, then shut the fuck up. Like, that's what you're here for. Honestly, from the Rooster and the Devil account, I have followed him and unfollowed him several times because I'm like, I like something of his a lot. So then I click follow for a little bit and then he starts telling everything about how his wife's a doctor and blah, 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 wear a mask. And like the whole wear, we were talking about masks earlier. Everybody wear a mask, but there's this whole separate side community on the internet where they're like, wear a mask every single day they're tweeting out like they're doing something and they're doing fucking nothing so they're annoying <laughs> too <laughs> yes the internet is a is a fantastic and an awful place all at the same time i don't know dick about nothing I don't know shit.